Long ago in ancient times, there was a school of magic rhymes. It prophesied the mystic nights, the true young heroes, brave and bright. Then the dark forces came, brought the people endless pain. Now the children have no fear, come to know the mystic nights are here. Welcome back to Pop Culture Failure, where we like to think of pop culture and then we talk about it. I'm Sky. I'm Jake. And if you can believe it, we're watching the Mystic Knights of Tiernano. Uh this episode forty-one, the the Barrow of Balin. Do you say if you can believe it because sometimes people don't believe what we're watching? Probably. I just didn't know if you had any feedback I mean, where people were incredulous <laughs> about. You're still doing this? <laughs> no, I just thought I'd say that. I feel like that implies the, like maybe we would bail on it. That's because... what the people in our real lives are like. You're still <laughs> doing that thing. You, that, two, you two are still at it that, that is true because they don't listen because they're jerks <laughs> well i hate them all yeah me too um but yeah we're watching mystic nights and this episode was weird and dumb it sure was <laughs> a lot I, more ghosts than i expected yeah i feel like you could just the intro to every episode is the same what a weird dumb episode uh, I noticed that I have continued to type that into the show description. <laughs> this one is dumb. Uh, usually it's bad and dumb, but well, this one was weird and dumb. And bad. It was bad. And also weird. It and, wasn't uh, as bad as a lot of the other ones we've seen. Yeah. So it was moderately better, but anyway. It's still boring. Yeah. So we open up on Kells. You know the castle of Kells? I know of it. Yeah. Uh, well, we go there. And Rowan is walking in the hallway Actually, by himself. I forgot about the beginning. The beginning yeah, is great. Because it doesn't make any damn sense. <laughs> <laughs> you know how the X-Men have the danger room? Well, what if the Mystic Knights had that? But it's just a big candle room. Yeah. And it's Look at just all those a guy. It's a real fire hazard up in there. Especially since I got the guy who appears has a feather on his head. Just <laughs> one... I was very concerned for him. Get too close to one of those. I dare you there, buddy. Yeah. So Rowan's just walking in a hall, and all of a sudden, a Power Ranger just teleports in. And kicks him in the fucking tummy. <laughs> sure does. And throws him into a wall. It's so good. And then they have a little fight scene. And then, all of a sudden, Rowan eventually... It doesn't get the best of him, but he does make him teleport away for a second. Like, it's... this We've never seen this guy before. Yeah. And he doesn't look like anything else we've seen on the show so far, except for maybe the Sentinels. I was like, is he a sentinel? Did I do I just not remember what they look like because the, the, this is so fuzzy? It, it's possible. I mean, his but his armor is kind of like like his helmet looks a little bit like a scorpion. If in the in the few close ups we get, it does definitely look like a Power Rangers villain. Like if if Lord Zed was like, I'm going to make that uh, you know uh, knight action figure into a, a bad guy. <laughs> sure, it it has notes of uh the 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 black ranger from dino thunder yeah dino thunder when tommy came back as the black ranger his his outfit has a similar theme i feel like there's a uh, shoulder pads and what i feel like there's probably an episode of beetleborgs where they like tell a story where they're um old-timey knights and it looks exactly like that I don't think Beetleborgs was around long enough, but they did have... There's two full seasons. Yeah. Well, they still had... They didn't have to make up their own episodes like Power Rangers did. <laughs> like, when they went back in time to Cowboy Times. <laughs> um, You know how there was... 
<laughs> colony in Angel Grove, California. Yeah. From Frontier Times. They did have a, a quest at the end where they kept finding extra Borgs. And there was like a sword they put coins in or something. It was that the end of the second season? Yeah. I don't think I made it that and far. The Borgs metallics. I, mean, I don't have a continuous knowledge of that. I I just I I've think the like first six season episodes. I watched the heck out of when it was on and it was really cool and then they changed and then you had to get new action figures and I just don't I think it kind of fizzled out. <laughs> you didn't enjoy Beetleborg's metallics? Guess not. They had staffs. I feel like they changed the, the little girl in the middle of it, and it really took me out of it. That was the first season, though. Yeah, that's probably what took me out of it. That little girl had to go be in Casper or something. I don't... Well, maybe a Casper, not the Casper. It was the second Casper. I'm pretty sure. But she joined a union, and they kicked her out. That'll do it. <laughs> and then she looked different to everyone else, as the magic stated. Um, but anyway, it turns out Kaha had summoned this, like, training ghost. To kick Rowan in the tummy. Yeah, because he had a bad dream, and he called a meeting about it also. And Rowan is not as mad as he should have been for being attacked randomly by a phantom stranger. Yeah. I guess he didn't get hurt, so. I guess, but he could have. This... The only reason he didn't get hurt is because the ghost didn't teleport behind him and stab him in the back. He just <laughs> teleported behind him and shoved him. Kahad called the press conference, and uh, uh, the uh, Knights and King Dad are there. And he told them to be as somber as possible. <laughs> like, Ango doesn't listen. I thought, I thought it was uh, like someone was dead. Yeah, I really thought that's where it was heading. But instead, he just tells them about a dream he had, and a ghost came to him and said, "Some bad shit's coming." A ghost that screams his name before it materializes. Sure. Well, it's polite, doesn't want to spook him that bad. Wants to spook him just enough. But it's the ghost of Balin. You know Balin, how they brought him up all the time? No? Yeah, exactly. Well, it's, it's called world building, Sky. You, continue, you can't build your world all in one episode. You gotta yeah, they continuously did. add things as you go. <laughs> things that they forgot about, too. There's just but, no need to bring up Balin at this until this point. Because he's dead. We know that because Deirdre literally says he's dead and yeah. has been for years. How many years? Impossible to It's tell. hard to say based on how they all act. Yeah. Some of them act like he's been gone for hundreds of years. Some of them act like he died Thursday. <laughs> With this wacky timeline, it could be both. Uh, I forgot what I was going to say. So I'm just going to hit play again and we'll go from there. Uh... <laughs> Uh, but the ghost of Balin said some bad stuff is coming, and Kahad is positive that it's not just a dream. Though Ango questions that. Are you calling him Ango on purpose, or did yeah. you forget his name? Okay, <laughs> you're just bad at names, <laughs> it's so it's hard to say. It's hard to say what's going on. While that's true, I've known these guys' names from the beginning. Sometimes that doesn't matter. <laughs> I've watched enough television with you now on record to know you never know anyone's <laughs> name. Not never, just often. More often than not. That's fair. Uh, but Angus says that he usually dreams about ladies. Um, and Deirdre tells him to shut up and focus up. And he says, well, at least I guess I won't tell you about the dream I had about you. Let's Oh, sexual harassment in the workplace! Let's speculate wildly on what that dream entailed. Uh, probably him just getting kicked in the testicles by Deirdre. Yeah, he probably bunch. saw her ankles. <laughs> Well, he has seen her thighs. We all have. Yeah. Um, you also neglect- He's an ankle fellow. She is always wearing boots. Well, that's true. 
You neglected to say what the actual dream was about. It, it's Balin warns Kahad that Draganta has to do it on his own. Oh, yeah. Which uh, I didn't think was going to come into play, but it does. It's very act. Yeah. Well, in any case, I knew it wasn't going to be that big a deal. Probably wrap this up in an episode. And nothing Nothing is ever that big of a deal in this show. <laughs> yeah, they work so hard. Um, I've... I find it very shocking that Deirdre had nothing to say about Angus saying uh, he had a dream about her. Or her dad. Yeah. Her, well, her dad does say, keep it, you know, we're, uh, we're at business time. Be professional. Talk about what you did to my daughter later. <laughs> Maybe don't talk about it in front of me. I can have you executed for basically any reason I feel like. But Aideen pops in for some reason. I don't know what she contributes to this. She comes in and says something about the... Um the prophecy of of balin coming back oh yeah and yeah, how yeah. bad things would happen if he did or something like that yeah, or uh if bad, things get bad enough he'll ra- rise from the grave or something which sounds like a, a win for them because he's on their team i don't know why they seem so worried well, sky we find out in this episode what happens when he comes back it's well, not a win for them well it, that's only because mave intercedes Right, but she's the one who brings him back. I don't think he was just going to come back on his own. Mm. Well, that's what the prophecy says. Right, but prophecies aren't real. <laughs> we already got one in play with uh, Rowan B and Draganta. Yeah, that's just that's just happenstance. Of course. There is a moment where Angus, at the end of the scene where Angus uh, asks Rowan if he's okay. And he's concerned because he doesn't know if he can live up to the, to the legend of Balin. And Angus is like, hey, it's fine. He's dead. You're the new guy. You can do it. It'll be great. It's kind of a nice friend moment. We don't really get a lot of that here. It's a, it's an actual earned moment. Usually they're just kicking each other into baskets. Yeah, <laughs> until they're done being mad. Uh, we jump over to Castle Tamra where Maeve is yelling into a spotlight. She's trying to raise Balin. Um, and a little bit of electricity shoots off her Havoc staff and nothing happens. Um, and then she yells about wasting a fortnight. Has she been casting this spell for... Two weeks? Seemingly. Is it a two-week-long spell, or has she just been trying for two weeks? Ah, well... The first one's funnier. Yes, because that... She is very upset about wasting a fortnight, and if it was, in fact, a two-week cast time, I would be pretty pissed myself. Yeah. That is a lot of monsters you could have created and didn't. Um, And Miter just kind of laughs at her for not being good at magic. And she tells him that if I had Balin, he could conquer Kells for me. And Miter, uh, all of a sudden, really wants Kahad's magic. Uh, and while talking about getting Kahad's magic, Miter uses, refers to himself in the third person. He always a does. Lot. I know he always does, but it's it's one of those where he says Miter too many times. Instead of me? Yeah. Yeah. Or I, or like, it's just like three times in rapid succession, and it's... It's su- pronouns are okay. Succession. Succession. Okay. But yeah, it's, pronouns are okay if you use the correct ones. It's fine. Um, and generally, when you're referring to yourself, you're pretty good at it. Yeah. Just he- here's here is an excellent rule that you should adhere to, and don't refer to yourself in the third person. Yes. It's weird, and everyone hates it. I uh, mean, I guess when you're minor. Everything about you is weird and everyone hates it. So what's what the fuck is the difference? <laughs> a fair distinction. Uh, but so they strike up another deal. 
I don't know how many deals deep Maeve is, but too many. Yeah, I don't know what... There's nothing left for Miter to get out of this. Yeah, also, she... From the last spell from last week, she's already eternally in his debt. Yeah. So, whatever. I don't know why Miter doesn't just kill her and get it over with. Yeah, and just eat her soul or whatever for fuel Blow and power. Blow with his green lightning. Yeah. Well, that's kind of what I thought had happened. Um, Miter teleports Maeve to uh, the the borrow of Balin, and he zaps her vagina first, which is a weird thing I I noticed. But Jake made the good point. He's about that high on the table. Yeah, that's just where tables are. <laughs> He's standing <laughs> on a table. So, uh, she b- disappears in a poof of green, and finds herself in some chamber. Uh, with a man, with a statue that I had assumed was just like a a cast iron like sculpture on top of a, a crypt, like you would have normally. Because I don't think in this time period, if you had a guy die, you didn't just like throw a whole bunch of bronze over him and preserve the body in molten I mean, bronze. Nothing in this kingdom is normal, I guess. But also, I did. I guess it depends on how he comes back. Is he is he actually back? Is he just a ghost? What's his deal? It kind of seems like she just animated a statue. Yeah. But he has first person thoughts himself where he he refers to himself as Balin and he hands off a, a title later as though he is in fact the guy. I mean, maybe the corpse is underneath of that, like in that tomb. And yeah. she animates that and the spirit just lives in the animated statue. Okay. I think we're thinking too far into it. it yeah. The writers clearly didn't <laughs> give it this much thought. Well, it's a dumb show for babies. And they're like, eh, whatever. They're not even going to question this. Queen Mav shoots green at the statue and it turns into a man with an apparently very recognizable and powerful sword that we never see do magic. It just seems to be a sword. It's just a good sword. I guess. I, yeah, that's, that's what it must be. They all get real stoked about it. They do. To a weird extent. Um... But uh, Balin, as a human man, does what he does best, and he recognizes an evil, and then he just goes to murder it straight off. I know. If we had more Balins in this fucking show, it would be over. Yeah. Uh, Queen Mav naturally uses her Havoc Staff to enthrall him. He fights it, but not well. I guess he did just wake up from a several hundred day nap. Or I mean, death, I think. It's not even a nap. I don't know. He got up. <laughs> pretty quick and i guess deirdre did say he was dead so he was definitely dead he was for sure dead z's yeah i guess uh but queen mev uh double dares him to go attack kells and he all of a sudden has no more will of his own uh because of magic but she turned his eyes green that's how you know you're done doing your own thing that's true it's what happened to tommy all those times yep we jump over to the castle of kells to the castle wall where rowan is just wandering around talking at the troops i guess and uh, Balin just appears. He has a cool blue ball teleport. And uh, one of the non-ghost Kells troops runs over and slashes him with a sword. Which again, which again is a good move. Yeah. Just stop asking questions. Him. Anybody who's teleporting in probably is a bad guy. Yeah. The good guys use the door. Yep. Sometimes they, the bad guys they ask use the politely. Um, and the sword naturally goes through him because he's ghost. And only ghosts can fight other ghosts. That's how I know that that one is at least alive. The rest don't do anything, and Rowan holds them off. 
and then he talks to the ghost and he's like i'm balin and that's pretty much all he needed <laughs> so he escorts him to the throne room it's where you want to bring a creepy ghost it's directly to your king yeah also why didn't it just teleport in that room Maybe the throne room used to be right there when he <laughs> when he worked there. They've remodeled since. I see. I guess that could be true. So Rowan walks in with a ghost. He's like, this is a ghost, but it's mostly a people. And he's here to help, I guess. Yeah. Our ability to actually make contact with him depends on the situation. <laughs> Sometimes. Ghost logic. Sometimes he's solid. Hey, there's a bird. Yeah, it's looking at us. Yeah. With its freaky eyes and its ugly face. <laughs> I saw a short video of a toucan walking at a camera, and it's so big and awkward, it <laughs> makes this little tap dance sound as it walks, and then it opened its ginormous beak and made a weird clicking. Gross. Toucans are mostly beak. Um, I know, I've seen cereal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like real toucans are, are, are just huge birds that are just entirely beak. But right away... Kahad clocks that this guy is here to kidnap him based well, on nothing. Well, he's right to be suspicious because this guy is supposed to be dead. So there sure. is that. But yeah, I don't know how he's just like, he wants me. <laughs> I guess because of his dream. But his dream didn't say that. His dream said something bad was coming. Yeah. And then he showed up and the prophecy says that he'll raise from the dead when there's bad stuff afoot. So nothing is indicated that he's after Kahan. Yeah. We, okay. As far as I understand. We talked it through. It's bad writing. So the uh, Rowan starts fighting him and everybody starts swinging swords and tridents at him. Deirdre grabs her sword instead of her, her gun. Uh, and Angus doesn't bother grabbing a weapon at all, including the one he was gifted by the fairies. He's swinging fists. Angus, come on, man. You're better than this, I think. Maybe he doesn't have any weapons with him. Let's grab a candelabra. Eventually, Balin teleports directly into the wizard keep where Kahad had ran off to. Um, <laughs> he gets grabbed by the wrist, and all of the, the knights come bursting in just in time to watch him get teleported away. Being grabbed by the wrist completely incapacitates him. Well, that's where all the magic is. He can't sprinkle his uh, That's right. his glitter salts. <laughs> he can't season his foes that way. <laughs> so the knights are like, ah, bummer. We don't know what to do now. Our Zordon's gone. <laughs> uh, and we jump back to the, the barrow, which I guess is a crypt. Another word for crypt or tomb, I guess. I suppose so. Balin is still holding Kahad by the wrist, and Queen Mav and uh, Miter are standing there mocking him. Mitre says that he's going to eat your magic or whatever. And Barry just says, nah, I'm not going to participate in that. I'm sorry, Barry is, is the real name of Kahad. Yeah, a barrow is uh, an ancient burial mound. Burial mound, okay. Well, there's just a big rock on the top of this one. Yeah. So, um, while the the people are yelling at each other, Aideen pops out of Kahad's robes. I don't know what she was doing there in the first place. I don't know what she does after she leaves. But we don't see her again. Nope. But presumably she tells everyone because Vinvarin knows what's happening. Rowan knows where uh, Kaha's at later. So well, Vinvarin teleports Kaha or Vinvarin teleports Rowan to Kahad. 
Right, but Rowan says, I need to get to that barrow. So he knows that's where Kahad is at. Yeah, that's true. Also, a barrow is a male pig castrated before maturity. Neat. So they have those perfect singing voices. Yeah. Um, The Castrati Pig Choir. (laughs) So we jump back to Kel's. And the the non-ghosts are trying to, like, barricade the doors of the, the front door. At which point, Balloon just kicks them in. The last time they barricaded that door, they put a big piece of wood, like, across it. Like, right. In, not like the... Well, I mean, I guess that didn't work. Yeah, before, this so. also didn't work. Yeah. Um, And then the knights come running in the front door also as though they were hanging out outside. I guess he... I guess he slipped past them. Or they were looking in the wrong spot, or they were having a picnic, <laughs> and uh, they saw him from yonder and had to run over. I guess. And so the the four of them take turns fighting him one at a time. Um, they Deirdre doesn't shoot him from a distance like she showed with her air cannon. Angus doesn't swing the mace part of his mace; he swings the handle at him. It doesn't work. And then they they decide that they should morph. Finally. Which is true. They should have started that way, buddy. Yeah, but to be fair, they can only um, morph once they are backed up into a uh, straight line. <laughs> but that's how they're always presenting themselves. Yeah, but you know, you they start that way. That's you can see when they get there, they run into the line from you know. But it, they can only morph when they're backed into it. I see. You know, so because of enemies. So Angus goes running over. And he whips like six rocks at him, and it, they just bounce off, pro- hurtling back towards the castle. We don't see the destruction that that wreaks. Uh, but Balin kicks him away. Ivar is also unsuccessful. Also, earlier we found out that attacks go through this guy. Sometimes. Uh, now he's just tanking them. Because uh, he just absorbs the uh, lightning from Ivar. And Deirdre comes over and shoots him in the tum-tum, and it just kind of cyclones there. No big deal. And he doesn't hit her at all. She just backs away. And then <laughs> Rowan comes running over and shoots a bunch of fire through him, um, which he teleports away. So it just hit, you know, it just travels straight through him. And uh, when we get uh, a change of camera angle, we see that there's just two Kells guards directly in the way of where he was shooting fire. Yeah, they definitely got hit in the face. Right. Except... They're completely uh, unfazed, so I think confirmed they're ghosts. <laughs> At least some of them are ghosts, because you can't set fire to a ghost, as we just learned. That, yeah, that's just science. Yeah, ask anyone. So they look at each other, and they realize that this isn't working, and then Balin pops back in. Deer just sees him and yells, Rowan, look out, and then there's a solid five seconds before anything happens. Balin continues winning the fight. Uh, until they try to shoot him all at once, which is something they probably should have started with, but fine, because that's the only thing that ever works. Except this time it doesn't work! Well, he does disappear again. Yeah, but did he did he disappear on his own accord? Probably. But did he disappear on his own accord because it hurt? Mm, well, in this next scene, we jump back to the barrow, and Queen Mav tells Kahad that every time he comes back, uh, he gains more power or something. Yeah, which makes a lot of sense. Sure. Uh, we got to recharge. It's like a cell phone. 
Yeah, but your cell phone doesn't get more power. It just regains the power it had. Maybe yours doesn't. So are your cell phones always so hot? <laughs> yeah. So your cell phone... Can you not cook eggs on your cell phone? <laughs> no. You don't have to, I don't have to wear an oven glove to use it. <laughs> yeah. I don't keep it in my pocket. It's like a penis panini press. <laughs> uh, so there's, there's some more talking. Edit that out. I don't like it. <laughs> You're not the boss of me. Um, Kaha just found some runes. And Maeve tells him to go ahead and learn that shit, because uh, Miter's going to eat his knowledge. Yeah, when Miter drinks your brain, he'll learn that. Yeah, and the question that I have is, why isn't he doing that right now? Because he was he's busy, Sky. He's got shit Do- going on. Doing what? He's not Getting his nails done? Sky, his whole life doesn't revolve around Maeve and her <laughs> plans. Like, Maybe he's that's got why other they shit constantly going. fail. Also, he was there already. He could have just been doing it and left. He had an appointment. I guess so. So Rowan decides to go visit Tiernano, and he pops in, and Vinverin, of course, obviously already knows everything, possibly because of Aideen. Possibly because of his little pool that shows him everything. Yeah, he just knows stuff, so he recognizes the prophecy and what's going down. If for once he's not speaking in stupid riddles. He just kind of tells Rowan straight up, this is going to be hard. I don't know if you're up to it. You might not like it. You suck. So you're not real great with that sword. I mean, you'd throw it away pretty regularly. Because um, he loves fisticuffs. <laughs> well, he doesn't even punch. He just kicks. He loves kicksticuffs. He loves kickboxing. Um, but eventually, uh, Tiny King, his name, Vinver. Thank you. Uh, just teleports Rowan to Kahad. He grows bored with him, and he says, fine, whatever, go. What the hell with this? Look, we got a whole bunch of stuff to do in ten minutes. I've got dandelions uh, I got to go sexy up some toadstools. Uh, Kahad is immediately happy to see Rowan, and he's like, I read these rocks, and they say that you can't morph to fight the guy. So, good luck with that. <laughs> oh, it, okay, I thought he was holding a bag, but that's just his big-ass sleeve. Okay. <laughs> he says... <laughs> These rocks say it's too expensive to put you in that armor one more time. <laughs> so, so, good luck. It's just not happening for you today. Also, don't bother shooting fire at him. For reasons. Uh, but he gives Rowan a little bit of a pep talk. You can probably do this, because it's the only option. And we jump back to the castle of Kells, where the three remaining knights are getting kicked around by Balin some more. Apparently, this has been going on for hours. Yeah, that's what they say. That's what Rowan said, right? They've been yeah. fighting him for hours. Yeah. And uh, eventually, he teleports out, and the knights are like, uh, dude, this sucks. I'm tired. Yeah. We gotta take a bathroom break real quick. <laughs> you can pee in the suit. It's fine. It's magic. <laughs> it's what recharges it. Um, it's piss-powered armor. <laughs> well, it's piss-bore armor. Especially for Deirdre, with her scoop neck and bare well, thighs. And because it's made of foam rubber. <laughs> Ivar, uh, um, Angus, not Angus, Rowan touches Ivar's shoulder earlier, and th- just the way it bounces <laughs> is, it looks so unrealistic. <laughs> You're not an armorsmith, you don't know. I know enough to know armor should have a little weight to it. <laughs> Fair, I guess. So Balin pops back into the barrow. And none of the other bad guys are there, because Maeve also left for some reason. She also had an appointment. (laughs) 
Well, if she had a hair appointment, that's more acceptable because her luscious curls aren't going to do themselves. It's true. Um, so Rowan does what you know he's prophesized to do, I guess. Balin has some mixed dialogue here where he's like, I don't want to fight you, but I'm gonna because I have to. And then he's like, you can't win! Well, that's him, you know, the real him trying to fight his way out, Sky, you know. Yeah, but then it, it feels like he's not trying. It's it's weird and difficult. But there's a pretty mediocre sword fighting sequence. It, I mean, there's some neat angles and stuff, but the, the choreography isn't spectacular. There's a lot of waiting and talking and little tiny jabs. God does nothing to help. Well, he's useless usually. Why True. start now? But he's got telekinesis. Like, he could lift that Balin up, at least. He's a sort of tangible ghost, I think. <laughs> um, I mean, he's tangible enough for Rowan to elbow him in the belly and take his sword. Yeah. And having lost his sword, he's completely defeated because of this. You know how good the sword is? It's it's a good sword. And Rowan refuses to kill a man who's unarmed, which is nice. And a man who's already dead? Yeah, I don't feel like that. It's a zombie. Just, just stab him in the brain. But Rowan refusing to kill him uh, is enough to make the green come out of him. Can we fucking talk about how easy it is to break a goddamn spell in these times? <laughs> man, can you imagine how pissed you'd be if you sp- spent two consecutive weeks casting this spell and then it was broken because somebody took his sword it's be so pissed it's fucking ridiculous be so pissed at miter you're maybe that's why he wants kahad's magics because his suck kahad's magic sucks too yep but he's got telekinesis and he caught a lightning bolt or something once he could see through a box that one time that's true sometimes he's always looking into women's blouses we just don't see it could be dudes you don't know what he's into He's looking at all of it. There's only two women. He's not discriminating. He wants to see boobies and wieners. Okay. After the curse is broken, Maeve pops back in, and she tries to exert her will over him some more, even though he straight up says, uh, your thing's broken. I'm not going to do what you say anymore. I mean, you got to test it out. What if he was wrong? <laughs> I guess that's fair. I, I would probably lie in that situation, too, hoping that she wouldn't continue trying. Um... But it doesn't work, so she leaves, and then everybody has a good chuckle, because um, they won. And then Balin, uh, Kahad, and Rowan are just hanging out in the crypt. <laughs> That's where you want to hang out. Yeah. And Balin does a thing where he has Rowan kneel, and he knights him, but he gives him the title of Protector of Kells. Which, if, what what has he been doing for the last 40 episodes if he's not yeah. protecting Kells? yeah. So he's Rowan the Draganta, the Mystic Knight, Protector of Kells. Yes. Is there also a Sir in there? Because I guess he got knighted, but only Kahad saw that, so I don't know if it counts or not. Also, does a can a ghost make you a knight? I don't know. I don't. I think only royalty gets to make yeah, you a knight. I think the king has to do that, or a queen. I mean, we well, only I mean, have a king optional king. at this time, yeah. Unless it was Queen Mav, but I don't think she's going to do that. Also, the, her being a queen is questionable. I guess they're already knights, so they are Sir, technically. So he's Sir Rowan, Mystic Knight of T- of Tirnano, Draganta, Protector of Kells. That's too many things. There are three other people. His business cards and Garrett are, sometimes. are three by five index cards. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta fold them up. 
So uh, Balin decides he's sleepy, so he goes back to being dead. <laughs> and, uh, and and that's pretty much it. Kahed says, you know, you're going to be a good guy just like him. Kahed says, you have nine more episodes to prove yourself. <laughs> then we're done or forever. We'll, or we'll do Mystic Knight's Battle Thunder or whatever it's called. <laughs> That'll do, pig. So, Jake. Yes. What was the most turtle-rific part? The most turtle-rific part, Sky, um, is the fact that there are only nine more episodes. <laughs> That's a cop out. What was the most turtlerific part of this episode? What do you mean that's a cop out? That's really turtlerific. You only ever say stuff like that. That's because this it's not very good. Uh the most turtlerific part was when Rowan got kicked in the tummy in the very beginning. <laughs> it was pretty great. The spontaneous fight and night uh, I really wish there was some explanation for that. There was an explanation. Well, yeah, but like Rowan accepted it so quickly. I mean, when the wizard says, I did that to keep you on your toes, you trust him. I guess. He's your wizard. I think it's pretty turtlerific that we got a little bit of confirmation about the knight's troops being ghosts. Because Rowan definitely would have killed those two guys if they weren't already dead. That's also always your answer. You love that they're ghosts. They're ghosts, Jake. We got confirmation. It's not just me saying stuff. Uh, Who's the most likable or effective character? It's the damn monster that kicked rowan in the tummy in the beginning <laughs> that's why i said the other answer first because the, the, those two are the same scorpion knight featherhead featherhead there it is <laughs> uh, i'm gonna give it to tiny king this time around because he wasn't a dick he just helped out you're just like listen you, you might die see you later <laughs> if you don't look me up yeah if you don't you know bring bring a snack next time <laughs> Bring me some gold. So, Jake, what'd you do for a pop culture palette cleanse? Well, here's the thing, Sky. Uh, currently, we're I'm just like in the middle of all these things that um that are like episodic. So I feel like every every week it's just oh I did this and then this <laughs> like it's the same because we just watched more Queer Eye, which we had started last week, and I watched you know Disney Gallery. So it, it's not it's not as it's not so, it's so not life so is just a repeating nightmare. Is yeah, well, doing? not really. I mean, there was nothing bad. Okay. Um, to you personally? Yeah, yeah. To me, yeah. there's still a lot of bad. There's out no there. affront to me and my ways of life personally, but there is a lot of things going on. Um, well, oh, you know what we did watch that I'd never seen, Sky. I forgot until just now. Oh, uh, the Princess Diaries. <laughs> With Anne Hathaway? No. Um, Anne, Anne Frank? Hathaway. No, you were right. Okay. Uh, I was going to say Anne Frank, but I knew that was wrong. And then really, I course corrected right before it came out of my mouth. It was a good call. Um, Katie loves that movie, and I bought her a shirt, and uh, and she was mad because I had never seen it, so we watched it. I'm pretty sure that's Anne Hathaway's first role, and she got uh, to play against Meryl Streep? Nope. Um, Mary Poppins. What's her name? Julie... Yep, something that's uh, Julia Louise Dreyfus. Nope, <laughs> Julia keep, Stiles. Keep trying. There's still Julia Ju- Child. Damn it, that's the. Uh... I'm out of Julia's. I know. No, there are still plenty of other ones. Christ, why can't I remember her name either? That's weird. I'm looking. I'm not looking fast enough. No. Okay, Google. 
Who's the actress? Ju- who it's Mary Julie Poppins? Andrews. Andrews. It's Julie Andrews. I fingered it out. But anyway, that movie was fine. It's definitely a movie that takes place in 2001 because everyone has a terrible, 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 terrible haircut. <laughs> Good times. Oh, also, uh, Star Wars Jedi Temple Challenge started, and that is um, Imagine Legends of the Hidden Temple, but it's set in the Star Wars universe. Oh, really? That is exactly yeah. what I thought it was going to be. Yep. Okay. Um, it's <laughs> not. It's not for us. It's for children, sure. but it's, it's still pretty neat. I watched the first episode, and it's definitely a thing I need to watch with someone else to make fun of how bad the kids are at it. <laughs> um, it's not an alone thing. We could do that. Um, Have a sidecast. <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, so th- those are some things that I did and saw and looked at, I think. Good job. Thanks. I wasn't prepared. <laughs> yeah, you only had seven days to think about it. Well, here's the thing. On the way here, I was like, damn, I didn't do anything but the same things I did last time. I totally forgot about Jedi Temple Challenge and Princess Diaries. <laughs> <laughs> I did watch some good episodes of The Simpsons because I watched the end of season eight last night mm-hmm. while I was making you cookies. <laughs> um, and those are all really good. That's true. Well, for me, I uh, comics were back. Like they came back last week, but I didn't have a chance to because the limited hours at uh, the comic shop I frequent. So I got comic books, and I got to catch up on the Power Rangers comic book. And it's uh, go go Power Rangers seems to be done, but I believe Mighty Morphin is continuing. And unfortunately, the Turtles, the newest Turtles Power Rangers crossover, has not come out yet. It's been so long. I'm I'm ready for it. But it is, well, apparently is not ready for me, so it didn't come out. <laughs> um, and uh, also Amethyst, uh, Princess of Gemworld came out some more. Um, I haven't actually read <laughs> any of those, but I'm looking forward to it because uh, I really enjoy Amethyst as a character. Since comics got paused, did you catch up on all the comics you... Uh, about half of them. Oh, you had I a big have... pile. Yeah, I still do. Um... <laughs> So maybe I'll do that today. There's so many comics to read. I was pretty caught up on most of the ones I was reading. Yeah. But I quit mo- a lot of them, so it makes it easier. Yeah, the pause gives you a, an opportunity to to decide what you're not going to follow anymore. What, what was it, six, seven weeks? No comics? I don't know. I don't have an official poll anymore, so I don't know. Mm. But yeah, um, I haven't done much else. Uh been kind of just you know that kind of week but um yeah i think that'll probably do it for this week probably um thank you guys very much for listening uh you can follow the show at failed pop culture with no e at the end this guy this is so dusty yeah it's, it's the, almost like you didn't have to use a second microphone for a really long time yeah to be fair, I did put that one in the box eventually. <laughs> After it got dusty. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta preserve the dust. Uh, you can email the show at popculturefailure@gmail.com. You can follow me. I am at Sandwood Surplus. I'm at Midwest Love Affair. And as always, uh, Black Lives Matter, defund the police. Getting political. You said Taking as, a stance. You said as always. The defund the police thing is fairly new, Sky. You haven't said that before. (laughs) Okay, that's fair. But we should. Oh, absolutely. They don't need tanks.
Nope. Grenade launchers. <sighs> yeah. You know, you know what we could use is like schools. We got schools. We yeah. Oh, but okay. they need chairs inside of them. Yeah, and like computers for kids and like typing classes. Well, you don't need you don't need typing classes anymore. It's all done on the phone. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You do need typing classes. Of Stop. You need typing. Defund classes. cursive writing. Yeah. I mean, people, if we got rid of cursive writing, that means you get to make up your own signature in any way you feel like, and that's way cooler. People get real touchy when you talk about eliminating cursive writing. Yeah, who writes in? Why? No Old one. People write in cursive, and uh, the the longer I <laughs> the longer I go without uh, using it, the more difficult it becomes to read it. Yeah, <laughs> I can't I can't do it anymore. I barely remember how my name goes, and it, I don't even really need to know what those letters look like. It's a squiggle now. Yeah. And a line through the top indicating the T. Make a, a a big first letter of your name and then a, a squiggle line. Yeah. I use my middle initial also. Oh, watch out. Yeah. Well, to be fair, there were a couple in my family, so it makes it distinct. <sighs> but <Well>, anyway. <laughs> the world is dumb and on fire, so everybody stay safe. Um, the world is dumb and on fire, and the stance Sky and I are officially taking is... No more cursive writing. I mean, among other stances, but that one is... No, that's the official stance of the podcast. I can get behind it, for sure. But there are other stances as well. Uh, Yeah, thanks guys for listening. We'll see you next week with the next one, um, The Dark Writer. Yeah, it's a crossover with Cayman Writer. (laughs) It's not. I know. Did you mean to say Common Writer? Yeah. Common in Japanese means mask. That's why in America it was Masked Rider. Sure. It's very literal. Stay frosty, everyone. (laughs) Bye. I didn't know we were done.